Well, hello there, Richard Tubb here. It's Tuesday and you know what that means. It's time for Tub Talk Live. Richard Tubb here at home in the studio garage in Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast of England. Now, this is the live show where I speak to the smartest, most successful people in the managed service provider industry, giving you the opportunity to learn from them with the tips, techniques, tools, and practices that can help you to grow your IT business. As always, we are very interactive on TubTalk Live, so if you're joining us via LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you're joining us from, anywhere else in the world, let us know in the comments and we will give you a shout out today. Now, if you've got any questions at all for our guest today or any comments whatsoever, uh, we are monitoring all social media channels. So I will uh, pause regularly to answer your questions and to give you a shout out. Now, without further ado, on to our main event for today. I am very excited to be joined by our guest today, Blair Lyon. Now, Blair is the VP Cloud Experience for Linode. Linode accelerates innovation by making cloud computing simple, accessible, and affordable to all. It was founded in 2003. Linode really were pioneers for the cloud computing industry. And just last week, breaking news, they announced their acquisition by Akamai for $900 million. No small change there. Now, Blair himself is a sales, marketing, and technology expert with over 25 years' experience building businesses and delivering award-winning solutions for the Fortune 1000. Blair, welcome to TubTalk Live. Where are you joining us from today? Well, thank you so much for having me, Richard. Uh, so I'm here in Philadelphia, USA. We're about an hour and a half south of New York City. Wonderful. Well, I really appreciate you uh, joining us today. And what about this timing, huh? So I just mentioned the acquisition, lots and lots of money there. We'll talk a little bit more about that as we go on with the show. Sure. But I referred to the fact Linode is one of the pioneers in the cloud computing space. How do you actually describe what Linode does? Well, I mean, probably the easiest thing to do is to talk about who we're like. I mean, we're very similar to uh, Amazon AWS. Uh, or Google Cloud, or Microsoft Azure. So we're a cloud computing company. And the core of cloud computing is really three core things. It's, uh, it's compute power. So these are servers, virtualized servers, uh, that you can access over the internet. There also is storage. So these things are like block and object storage, where you house your data and your content. Uh, and then the network itself. So how you get your, your application or your content uh, delivered uh, throughout, throughout the internet. Uh, so it's really those three core things make up uh, cloud computing. Now, Linode's one of those companies, if you know, you know. <laughs> and if you don't, <laughs> Linode might be a new uh, face to you. So tell us a little bit more about the company itself. You know, how big are you? Uh, how many locations? That type of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, Linode, as you said, has been around since 2003. So uh, we were actually launched three years before Amazon launched their uh, AWS product, uh, which is pretty cool. So we've really been one of the pioneers in the space for a long time, uh, but we, we chose a different path where Amazon sort of focused on the big enterprise. Uh, Linode really focused on the individual developer, small teams, uh, SMBs, uh, and startups that were looking for access, looking for the ability to harness you know, this amazing power of cloud computing, but didn't, didn't necessarily have you know, the huge resources and, and money uh, to do it the way that the early days uh, of, of cloud did, let's say like a salesforce.com or even Amazon did with their e-commerce business. 
So for us, uh, we've been focusing on how do we make it more accessible uh, to the average developer with a great idea. And that's really what we've done. So uh, the company has been bootstrapped since the beginning. So we don't have any outside investors. We never took any money. Uh, we were profitable, you know, there are 19 years in a row now, wow. uh, which is really exciting. Uh, and we've grown up uh, with our customers. Uh, and now we have 11 data centers around the world. Uh, we service over 185 countries. Uh, we have at any one particular time over 150 plus thousand live customers. We have about uh, well over a million uh, customer accounts. Uh, so we've been servicing, you know, this market for a long time, maybe, you know, quietly, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know Linode. Uh, but one of the things that uh, typically people come to us for is much, much better pricing. Uh, we end up being about half the cost of AWS. And, of course, our support and service. Uh, we're one of the only cloud providers that offers free telephone support to every user, uh, whether you spend $5 with us or you spend tens of thousands of dollars a month with us. So, so yeah. that level of sort of concierge support is one of the things that has made uh, Linode famous. Yeah. So lots of managed service providers, IT support professionals uh, watch this live show. can see the chat's coming in already. Some people very familiar with Linode, others not so much. For those of you who are not familiar with Linode, but do follow my work online, you may have seen me talk for the past few months about the massive opportunity in managed services in the alternative cloud space. So managed service providers have been watching me uh, maybe for quite some time talk about the alternative cloud provider space. Blair, for those who don't know, how would you describe what the alternative cloud is? Well, that was a great segue, Richard, because uh, the alternative <laughs> cloud is, is just what it, what it sounds like. It's an alternative uh, cloud provider or cloud option uh, for what we typically think about when we think of the cloud. We think of AWS, we think of Google Cloud, and that's all we sort of think about. We don't often think about what are this sort of this other tier of cloud providers. And uh, what's happened is really over the last three or four years, uh, there's been this growing category of alternative cloud. Uh, and these are providers like Linode, uh, think of uh, OVH Cloud uh, there in Europe uh, or DigitalOcean. Uh, would be another one. These are cloud providers that aren't the big three, but are providers that have the capability of handling most of the workloads uh, that a large hyperscaler cloud provider would, uh, and being able to have enough of those kind of core capabilities to check enough boxes to be a viable alternative. And so when I say check the boxes, it means you know having all of the core compute and storage capability. You need to have object storage and block storage. You need to have containers like Kubernetes. You need to have things like GPUs. Uh, you need to, of course, have need to have uh, the uptime, you know, four nines uptime. You, you need to have things like global support uh, available in every country. Uh, so you need to be able to, have, to be a viable alternative for most enterprise or uh, SMB workloads. Uh, and that's really where alternative cloud providers fall in. Now it's a relatively new category, which is kind of interesting considering like, you know, Linode's been around since 03, uh, I think OVH since uh, 99 or 2000. So we've been around a long time, but I think only until the last three or four years have we been able to check enough of those boxes, including data centers in every, every key region to be a viable alternative. And this is super exciting. 
because right now uh, with the uh, evolution of multi-cloud and the and the and the need for uh, you know better priced alternatives, better support, you're trying to find the right fit always with your providers, right? You're always trying to find the right fit for your business, and more choice uh, in the market is wonderful. Uh, I don't think any of us would want one cloud to rule them all. That would that would not be a good thing. Uh, so more choice, better fit, better service, better pricing, uh, when and where it's appropriate uh, is, is great. And that's what the alternative cloud gives you. Yeah, thank you for explaining that. I'm going to pick up on a number of things that you said, including multi-cloud and uh, redundancy, that type of thing, which is ironic mm-hmm. considering we just cut out there, but we will get back yes. to that. Something I do want to touch upon, though, is you have got a army of raving fans in this industry. As I said at the start of the show, those who know Linode really get it. Those that don't, you're about to get it. But you've got raving fans here in a way that I've not heard for, say, you know, the big three, you know, Microsoft, Google, that type of uh, thing. You know, where do you think that comes from? Is it because you're so close to the community and making yourself so accessible? What would you say is the secret sauce there? Well, I think it's a combination of things. I mean, we've always been uh, dedicated to developers and open source. Uh, Linode was built on open source. Uh, actually, Jeff Dyke's UML project uh, way back when was really the key that unlocked a lot of the virtualization capability that Chris Aker, our founder, uh, built Linode off of. Uh, and really, since then, we've been able to uh, overinvest, uh, really, in areas that typically you know other other companies that are either venture-backed or are driven by, you know, other sort of profit motives uh, don't do, and, and things like support. I mean, we over-invest in support. Uh, we want to make sure that every customer uh, has direct access uh, to a Linux uh, certified administrator, that we can be able to answer your questions uh, no matter what. You don't have to pay uh, for support tiers. You don't get handed off, you know, to other people when you call. Uh, you just get direct access uh, to really world-class uh, award-winning support. And that's that, I think, has changed, uh, uh, has changed, changed the world for the better. Uh, another thing that we invest a lot in is, uh, is documentation, uh, not just product documentation, but real guides and how-tos on how to do things, how to build things. Uh, and you can build it on Linode or you can build it on other providers. It doesn't matter. Our documentation is is, is set up so it's agnostic. And that's, and that's really cool. So we've always tried to give back to the community, to provide great support, great pricing. We always provide more services, uh, typically on our anniversary, our birthday every year uh, for the same price. So we're just able to do things that I think really um, uh, developers trust and appreciate, uh, which, has been, which has been great. Yeah, Tom Lawrence of Lawrence Business Systems, who many uh, viewers uh, will recognize from his wonderful YouTube channel, is uh, a big fan as well, raves about you and there. But so many people in this space that you're building up, you know, this real uh, following. The support, I think, is real key to it. And what you've said there is going to strike a chord with so many people who are watching who have a difficulty getting through to the support they need when they need it. Can we dig a little bit deeper into that? What does that actually look like behind the scenes for you in terms of scaling that and making sure that anybody who is a Linode customer gets the support they need when they want it? Yeah, I mean, this is this is by far the best support service organization I've ever worked with or seen, uh, even in my yeah. consulting days. Uh, it is just amazing uh, what we have built here. So not only... 
do we have fantastic self-service support? So we have a, a great Q&A uh, resource where you can ask any type of questions or tap in kind of just sort of the, the crowdsourcing of, of information. Uh, we have fantastic documentation. Uh, our ticketing system is excellent. So if you want to put in a ticket or put in a call, uh, and, and you can follow that way. Uh, and then, of course, the fact that we have telephone support uh, that's, that's ready for you. And then we don't have tiers, uh, which I love, because <laughs> normally when you think of reaching out to a provider, you think of, oh boy, how many different people am I going to talk to just to find hopefully somebody that can answer my question. And at Linode, we don't, we don't do that. Uh, we don't have that. Uh, so we have, uh, basically, you're going to get a certified uh, Linux in, uh, developer uh, that you can talk to that can help you find the answer to your, to your issue as quickly as possible. Uh, so that that's a real game changer, uh, and one of the things that are, that our customers really love, uh, and they also appreciate the fact that we're we're very focused on on this this audience on servicing small to mid sized uh, companies, servicing startups. Uh, we understand kind of what your what your world looks like and what you're going through, and we want to be able to provide you kind of that that wonderful direct access uh, support or answers to your questions as quickly as possible uh, and as authentically uh, as possible. And I think that's one of the things that people appreciate. Uh, I mean, you can go and buy uh, virtualized servers, uh, you know, almost almost anywhere, uh, but it's that level of, of support and that you get uh, from a company like Linode that, that, that people really appreciate. Yeah, I want to touch upon that a little bit more because we've got questions coming in. We are live and interactive today. So whether you are joining us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, anywhere else, get involved in the comments. Let us know where you're joining us from today. And if you've got any questions on the alternative cloud, on uh, anything at all to do with cloud computing, and we'll ask our guest Blair Lyon today. Here's an interesting question that we've got through here. So Arn has asked, what's your favorite examples of how MSPs are using the alternative cloud to gain a competitive advantage? Now, I actually had that question prepared myself as well, but somebody in the audience has asked uh, this. So I think it's a really good one. Give us some examples of where people are using the alternative cloud to gain a competitive advantage. Well, one of the things that is a core attribute of the alternative cloud, whether it's us or our other kind of peers, is simplicity. Uh, if you are managing your own business, I ran my own uh, a technology agency for 10 years. Uh, so I understand uh, what, what it takes to run a business uh, and how you want to be able to maximize your resources and how you're always looking for opportunities uh, to optimize or to, or to simplify wherever you can. And if you're developing applications or managing hosting uh, for a customer, you want that to be as easy as possible to manage. And you don't want to have a lot of overkill either. Do I need Amazon enterprise complexity at every single turn? Probably not, especially if you're working for other SMB customers who maybe have like an online ordering app or they have some other application that you're managing for them. Uh, what they need is really high, high reliable uh, uh Cloud, you know, networking, storage, and compute, uh, and they need to be able to be able to have you know any any questions answered or any concerns answered as quickly as possible. So, trying to make things simple is really really key, and especially right now, Richard. I mean, we're in this sort of talent war going on. It's so yeah. difficult uh, for providers to be able to uh, attract, let alone retain, you know, really uh, uh, high, highly experienced uh, full stack engineers these days. 
so it's very, very difficult. So you want to be able to you know, click the easy button wherever you possibly can on the infrastructure that you're managing and the providers that you're working with. And Linode really does that. We make it so much easier. Uh, if you want to deploy a, a Kubernetes cluster, it's like a one-click kind of capability. If you want to be able to, uh, with, our new, with our new managed database services, be able to set up a MongoDB uh, or something like that, uh, we'll have the capability of, of making that easy for you. So we're trying to make it as easy as possible, both from kind of the expertise that you need to run it, but then also uh, when it comes to looking for margin opportunities, that's where the pricing and the performance come in. So right. being able to save half or more on your cloud costs is, is material uh, for, for MSPs and for, for IT shops and, uh, and systems integrators. So being able to save, save those dollars, especially when you don't need all that big overhead and enterprise complexity is really important. Uh, and then finally, I would say, uh, just the customer experience. You want to make sure that you can deliver uh, a great customer experience uh, really at, at, at every turn so that you can hopefully retain those customers, let alone get referrals. So those that's really important and, and important to us. And that's why having, having that direct access on the support side really makes a difference and will give you a competitive advantage uh, as an MSP. Yeah, we've got plenty of questions around this. I want to give a shout out for a few people joining us. We've got Craig Allen, Different Mindset. We've got Daryl Ellis from Plan 8 Technologies watching on LinkedIn. We've got a lot of questions. I'm going to paraphrase here because a, a number of people have, I guess, feel as though they're putting you on the spot there and saying they're using Microsoft or Amazon at the moment. Why would they use Linode instead? And that's paraphrasing a lot of different questions there. You've answered some of it. Anything else to add to that? Well, I mean, it, it's all about the right fit. What I think is great is when you have multiple arrows in your quiver. So to, to really standardize on just one cloud provider probably doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, if you can have multiple options and then you can choose the right provider for the right use case or workload, then you'll have more flexibility. One of the other things that I like to, you know, really is, is, is a, I don't want to say it's a philosophy or it's a, or it's a point of view, but one of the things that alternative cloud really um, champions is this idea of being in more control of your 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 destiny. So controlling more of the middleware between your applications and the cloud provider. And what I mean by that is being more portable, being more cloud agnostic, trying to avoid sort of those walled gardens of the big cloud providers where you can get stuck in vendor lock-in or other issues. So if you can invest a little bit more time up front to do the architecture, whether using Terraform or some other products, uh, to be able to control the cloud providers and kind of distance yourself a little bit so you don't get caught in that lock-in, I think is the, is the ideal. Uh, because then you can do multi-cloud configurations, you can, you can find the right mix, the right balance of, of cloud provider capabilities for, for each particular use case. And that's going to put you in more control. You're going to get to have more opportunities for optimization, more opportunities to drive more profits. And then you always will be able to provide where is the simplest path, right, for me to do this. Right. Because if I can make things simpler, then I can spend more of my time either providing you know, other services to my, to my customers or developing other capabilities uh, to sell to my customers. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit more about the tech, about use cases as we go on today, and I can see people are interested in that. But, but I think, you know, we're sort of 15 minutes or so into the interview here. I alluded to it right at the start. We've got to touch upon the big news. 
and that's the acquisition, $900 million acquisition by Akmai. Akmai, can you tell us a little bit more about that and what it means for the business? Well, for, for those of you who know us, I mean, you know, 19 years without taking a single dime uh, from yeah. anybody. Uh, so we probably had lots of opportunities along the way to, you know, sell the company or to, or to take funding. And, and, we, and we, we chose not to because we wanted to, to do what was right for, for our customers and what was right for us. And only if we were to find the perfect fit uh, would we ever do anything like this. Uh, and so Chris Aker, our founder and CEO, uh, you know, put that challenge out there and said, if we can find something where it's really a one plus one equals equals three thing, uh, really at every at every you know part of our business for our customers, for our employees, for the market, then then I might consider it. And so th that was one of the key things. And then the other was. Uh, if you think about uh, really everything that you want to do in, in cloud, cloud infrastructure, most everything gets easier as you increase scale. So a lot of our customers that have grown up with us and created, you know, brought us into their businesses or, or, or built their startups on us uh, have asked for more, more scale, more, more locations, more capabilities, more services. And so to do that uh, does require uh, you know, more scale. And being able to partner with Akamai uh, really provides us tremendous more scale. It also helps us round out a couple of the key pieces on that we really didn't have. Uh, if you think about Linode, we're, we focus on sort of the compute and the origin or the, or the data storage, uh, but we don't have the, the, the CDN capability or the security capability to push things out to the edge. And so if you could provide that all under one roof, uh, would really create uh, something super powerful where we could do true cloud to edge and the security layer uh, at a best in class perspective uh, and at any scale, uh, whether you need you know a $5 Linode or you need to be able to do something you know super advanced on the enterprise side. And that's of course what you know Amazon does and the others. They service all, all markets and, and all use cases. So, so this is gonna provide us the capability to do that. Uh, and also give us the capability uh, to provide a really exciting uh, new option in the marketplace. Uh, because if you think about what are your options for this level, like really being able to do things all the way from something small to an SMB stage, all the way up to, to enterprise, now we can do it, but at it, with a new, uh, I guess, you know, market uh, choice uh, in, you know, that, that you can choose from. And, that, and that's really this Linode Akamai combination. So I, I kind of think of it as like you have the alternative cloud and then you sort of have this new tier even above yeah. that, which, uh, which is this cloud to edge, end-to-end -end solution. Uh, and that's really what, uh, what, what Akamai and Linode combined uh, gives us. Yeah. So you, VP of cloud experience, obviously it's obvious to anybody watching and listening to you how passionate you are about making sure that customers, Linode customers, clients get what they uh, need to service their clients and that. How are you going to make sure that, you know, with the acquisition now, as the business grows, you're on the cusp of being super, super popular. You know, there's going to be a lot of people know about you as a result of this. How are you going to make sure to keep the levels of service as you grow as a business? Yeah, I mean, the, and the good news is that Akamai believes uh, in in our, our support uh, focus. Uh, they already have uh, you know about eight thousand employees. Two thousand of them are on their on their service side. Uh, so so you know at Lenovo, we're about two hundred and sixty, two hundred and seventy employees. About a little over hundred 
are on our, our support side. So uh, one of the things that uh, Tom Layton, their CEO, said in, in their earnings announcement, and has said several times to us, is that uh, differentiating uh, their business uh, or combined business uh, based on support is is fundamental uh, to their strategy. Yeah. Uh, so that was you know was was a absolute prerequisite uh, for us to to, to even consider. Uh, partnering with them was we needed to have shared vision and alignment around around uh, really supporting our customers and being able to provide this very very high level uh, of of support. And I think that's you know it's what we all sell to a certain degree is relatively commoditized. I mean our mm. our our server on a rack in a data center is similar in many ways to like an Amazon you know server on a rack in a data center. But the differentiators really come in these other nuanced areas, whether it's beyond price, on how we how we bundle services, uh, bundle services together, or on things like support. And we want to differentiate ourselves on how we how we deliver support. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. Can we talk tech for a moment, uh, Blair? Sure. I'd like to get techy with these things. Um, what sort of uh, services do Linode offer? So, for anybody unfamiliar, you know, with what you do, do you dedicated CPU, shared CPU, bare metal, you know, all those type of things? What sort of services are there? Absolutely. I mean, we basically cover all all the other core uh, uh, primitives. Uh, is one of the ways that people would talk about it. So. We have, of course, all the all the compute options, and this ranges from you know simple shared instances all the way to dedicated instances where you can have control over your your CPU and make sure you get the maximum performance, all the way up to GPUs uh, for things like AI and machine learning and gaming. So we have a full range there, and then we also are offering uh, coming soon is our bare metal service. So for those that need 100% control of the box and want to be able to really control. Uh, from a security standpoint, as well as performance, you can get bare metal servers uh, from Linode. Uh, and then one of the other things is really exciting, of course, is Kubernetes, the ability to containerize uh, your applications for things like auto-scaling and, and self-healing and a bunch of other ca wonderful capabilities that Kubernetes gives you. We have a managed Kubernetes service. And then when it comes to the storage side, we sort of have you know, the, the core pieces that you need, whether it's uh, object storage, uh, S3 compatible object storage, uh, which can be your origin uh, to be able to then deliver uh, via Akamai CDN capability, or our uh, block storage, uh, which we've just been rolling out a super exciting new upgrade. So now we are have the fastest block storage uh, on the planet right now uh, with our NVMe uh, block storage. So incredibly fast, incredibly performant uh, block storage. So that's exciting. We also, of course, have things like backups. Uh, and then we get into all kinds of, of networking capability. We have DDoS protection and cloud firewall and VLANs uh, for, for networking side. And then we're going to be even more excited to get additional uh, higher levels of DDoS and, and security capabilities like WAF uh, with, our, with our partnership now with Akamai. So lots of new things coming as well, uh, along with sort of the core capabilities that Linode offers. Yeah, I want to touch upon something you mentioned then. That's about security. So again, for anybody who's unfamiliar with Linode, um, there's going to be some watching today. One of the first questions is going to be, okay, security side of things. So you've mentioned some of the areas uh, that you can sort of mitigate risk there. Uh, uh, firewalls, VLAN options, uh, stuff like that. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you as a company, how Linode as a company, um, manage cybersecurity? Because you're a big target. Yeah, I mean, it, and 
by far the number one thing that we hear uh, when we talk to uh, businesses is they want to talk about security. And security is a broad range of yeah. things. Are you talking about securing stuff for your customers? Are you talking about Linode security? Talk about your own your own security, data security, uh, doing uh, mitigation uh, against uh, ransomware, things like that. So there's a wide range of conversations to have about it. So uh, here at Lenovo, we're thrilled uh, that we can now extend in a dramatic way our, our security capabilities. So right now, as I mentioned, we offer things like DDoS protection and cloud firewall uh, and VLANs. But but the the, the stuff that, that Akamai does is, is amazing. Uh, they've been uh, building up their capabilities as well as uh, bringing on uh, new partners like Gardacore uh, that allow them to be able to, to mitigate ransomware. So just some really exciting uh, capabilities to overlay some of the best security uh, in on the planet uh, uh, with with a combination of Linode compute. It's going to be really really cool. So I'm excited to see how that integration and how those things uh, roll out and how we can make them uh, affordable and accessible uh, to our individual audience as well as our SMBs and M- and, and MSPs. So it's going to be it's going to be really cool. But I mean these are things that when we looked at our roadmap and and how we're going to grow. Uh, I mean, to be able to build out uh, even a CDN functionality or a WAF or some of these other capabilities is is not not easy. I mean, they're completely uh, you know yeah. different, more challenging uh, uh, technical uh, hurdles to, to to overcome. And companies like Akamai, you know, who invented uh, the CDN and and has really led led the market. Uh, with with some of their capabilities and security, you know, already have this figured out. So if we can, you know, make the connections and work on our integration over the next months months to come, uh, we should be able to offer more of these things to our customers. Yeah, let's talk about something you mentioned earlier on, and that's the multi cloud. So we touched upon CDM, we touched upon redundancy and things like that. So um, multi cloud, can we go a little bit deeper on that? So why would anybody who is perhaps watching or listening today has already got a relationship? Um, with perhaps one of the big three, let's be honest here. Um, why would they look at Linode? What is the multi-cloud about and what benefits does that bring to IT companies? Well, I think we just experienced it earlier, didn't we, Richard? Uh, when, we did. When we lost connection. And if anyone's on Slack today, you're probably experiencing some of that too, uh, is that uh, you know, one of the keys for multi-cloud is that people want to have, have more redundancy uh, and resiliency uh, and the ability to fail over uh, to, to another uh, either a location or, or in this, or in this context, even another provider. So, so that's that's typically what people think about. Uh, but a lot of folks, I mean, when we look at most of our business customers, most of them are are running uh, multi-cloud configurations. Uh, when we interview businesses, ninety uh, plus percent have some sort of multi-cloud strategy, either already underway or or in the works. So, it just makes sense that you want to be able to apply. Uh, different workloads and different use cases to different providers that have different capabilities. Whether it's uh, you have a, uh, maybe maybe it's about a geolocation. You have a server, uh, a, um, a, uh, a data center in a particular location, or you want to be able to tap into availability zones uh, in a particular spot, or you want to be able to tap into better price performance uh, from one provider to another. So there's a, a wide variety of, of uh, reasons why people deploy multi-cloud. Uh, but it just makes a lot of sense. Uh, the the good news is that it's becoming easier and easier to do. Uh, with, like I said, products like Terraform and others, you can make it easier to manage and orchestrate 
different cloud providers. And this is really our belief is we don't want to build a bunch of proprietary frameworks that make it difficult for you to move. We want to make it really easy for you to move. Uh, portability, I think, is really the key word uh, going into this year is how do we make our workloads portable? And, right. if they, and if they are, then you can have lots of flexibility to cost optimize, to do failovers, to do resiliency, to do all kinds of things uh, that a little bit more setup up front is going to pay dividends uh, in, on the back end. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. We are live and in color today. If you have any questions around the alternative cloud, if you have any questions around multi-cloud, anything that we've been talking about today, please let us know in the chat on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter, YouTube, wherever you're watching us for, we are monitoring all channels. Again, we've got, and I'm going to paraphrase some of these because a number of people have asked. Uh, somebody said, bottom line here, how do you position Linode against the likes of Google, Microsoft, and Amazon? So let's put you on the spot here a little bit. Somebody comes to you and says, you know, we already work with the big three. Why would we work with you? Uh, I mean, what it comes down to is really simplicity and price performance and support. I mean, those are the three things. So when we talk to uh, either our, our customers or to, or to potential future customers, uh, they often have experienced uh some issue, <laughs> uh, right? So whether it's like we experienced earlier today, uh, maybe maybe the data center went down or something like that, or maybe it was a really poor customer support experience, or maybe a surprise bill. I mean, that's kind of the, the classic AWS fear is I'm going to get some surprise bill you know, out of nowhere, and I'm going to have to kind of eat, eat the costs on that. Uh, or I'm, you know, I'm having some other sort of issue. Uh, maybe it's a competitive issue. I mean, a lot of us are, are now... Uh, competing with our cloud provider, uh, whether it's Amazon or, or someone else. So that that's really um, a bummer uh, that we have to be in, in, in that situation. Or our, our data is being uh, resold or reused without our permission. You know, that, that's an issue that, and that uh, some people uh, highlight Google for. So I, I think there's, there's lots of issues or reasons why you may want to look for an alternative cloud provider. Uh, and it just has to be, you know, does one of those issues rise up to enough pain where it really makes sense. Uh, so that's that's typically what we hear uh, when we talk to folks. But I think it just comes down to just trying to find the right fit. Uh, this, the, the days of, I can only go with AWS to, you know, to host my application are over. Uh, it's, it's proven that alternative cloud providers and others uh, can provide great reliability, great service, uh, great support, uh, and be able to do so, you know, in a, in a very, uh, a, a very organized, you know, powerful way. So, I think it's just finding the right fit for you. Uh, and if you have options, options are always good in my mind, uh, especially if yeah. something happens or things change, or suddenly you find your business now competing with Amazon. It might be nice to have uh, to have an alternative. Yeah, we've, we've, it's not so much a question for you. We've got a little bit of chit-chat uh, about why I personally have been a champion of the alternative cloud, of alternative providers. I'll answer that openly and honestly here. You know, I, uh, you know, to, to add to something that Blair said earlier, I believe that positive disruption is a really good thing uh, for our industry because, you know, it creates space, it creates um, margin for innovation, it uh, creates ideas. So for all of those reasons, you know, what Linode are doing and other players in this space as well, I think is absolutely uh, a good thing. But Blair, let me, you know, sort of turn that uh, back to you. For anybody watching this who's very familiar with maybe the big three for all the reasons that you've just uh, talked about, 
but has come across Linode perhaps through our conversation today and is looking for, okay, where do I get started on understanding more about the alternative cloud and uh, the benefits of it? Where would you recommend people sort of dip their toe in the water and have a look around? Well, I mean, that's what's so nice about this is that you, know, you can try Linode uh, or, or other alternative cloud providers uh, typically for free. Uh, so we offer $100 free credit uh, for you to try us out. You can try us out for 60 days and see if you like it. So you go to our website right now and sign up off the homepage. You'll get $100 free credit. And I think that's the best way. I mean, this is, this is what's so awesome about it is you can you know, try it out, see if you like it. Even you know, put in put in a support call or, or or a support ticket and experience that, and and see if it see if it works for you. Uh, it may not be the best fit for you, but it's worth checking out. Uh, and I think if you can check it out for free, uh, you get a chance to see you know how our APIs are structured, how our how our documentation is set up, and how our uh, our, our user interface for our our, uh, our cloud manager. And you'll probably see a lot of differences. And if it's a good fit for you, uh, hopefully you'll give it a try. Yeah, I uh, so we'll include all of Blair's contact details, everything else to get in touch with the Linode team. We'll include that in the show notes as well. So have no fear about that. Do want to give a, a shout out though, because we've got a number of managed service providers uh, with specific questions. So um, Linode and Blair, you invited me to collaborate with you recently and put together an ebook that has, uh, if I say so myself, has got really uh, good feedback. And there, so it's uh, the uh, the MSP's Guide to Modern Cloud Infrastructure. It's a free download if you want to go to tublog.co.uk forward slash Linode. Free download. And if I say so myself, it's rather a good read. So thank you, Blair, publicly for inviting me to, uh, to collaborate with you on uh, that one. Now, um, I want to go back to some of uh, the solutions that we've mentioned. You've mentioned all manner of things. And of course, asking what you can do with the cloud is like asking how long is a piece of string. There's multiple different options there. But for you, I know you enjoy technology, you enjoy build, building technology companies. What are some of the most innovative sort of solutions that you've seen Linode clients put together? Well, I mean, and there's all, all kinds of exciting things. I mean, for the most part, you know, a lot of our clients will use this for what you would expect to use cloud for. You're either going to be you know, managing and building your, your application, where you're going to be hosting websites. Uh, a lot of times, uh, whether it's in a multi-cloud framework, they'll use this for uh, like data backup or recovery or an automated failover. But we're seeing all kinds of interesting use cases, a lot of uh, video streaming and media streaming. Uh, we're seeing things uh, on the machine learning side, which has been pretty cool. Lots of really interesting applications uh, for machine learning. Uh, we've also seen some some cool stuff for uh, for uh, security testing, which is kind of an unusual unusual one. I didn't think that would be a big thing, uh, but for pen testing and other kinds of security testing, uh, Linode has been a great option for people for that. Uh, so it really ranges, uh, as you said. There's like an n number of potential use cases. Uh, but if you have an application or if you have a, a website or if you have an idea that needs to be delivered and, uh, and, uh, and serviced over the Internet, uh, Linode probably has, has a use case uh, in our use case library, uh, which will match up with what you're doing. 
Yeah. What are some of the communities that you enjoy getting involved in uh, as yourself? You know, um, Linode, as I mentioned earlier, I specifically said Tom Lawrence, and you know he's very well known to the MSP community, speaks very well of Linode, but you're very involved in the community, all manner of the uh, wider community. What are some of the favorite communities you enjoy getting involved in? I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of a, a stickler for around customer experience, uh, so I tend to hang out with a lot of uh, folks that are kind of in the uh, design thinking space, where we're trying to sort of find that bridge between uh, you know technology and process, and we're trying to overlay the actual human element uh, inside of it. Because I th- always think technology is is awesome, but if we can't understand or integrate it with how us as humans uh, interact, it's kind of it's kind of a kind of lost a little bit. So. I often, um, you know, I got I got involved uh, working at a design thinking consulting firm for a little over two and a half years. Uh, was kind of always fascinated with uh, Don Norman, who is kind of one of the gurus of design thinking, and wrote that book, Design of Everyday Things, which was super cool. Uh, but then I've also been following a couple of folks, uh, which are my favorites. Uh, one of it is, uh, which kind of, is, I guess, is, is is appropriate since we're talking about the alternative cloud category. Is uh, Dave Peterson. Uh, him and his his uh, his partners wrote a book called Category Kings, uh, and so I often follow a lot mm. of the things around how do you actually develop uh, a category, uh, and, and to a large extent, uh, alternative cloud is is its own category. Uh, so I often follow a lot of that, and then um, when it comes to like big ideas and and trying to trying to understand sort of the, the why behind things, I often uh, and just speaking in general, I, I love Simon Sinek. So I have to right. follow him and, and uh, I just love watching him speak. And uh, I wish I could speak as well as he can. But uh, when it gets into I think it's super cool. And just the way that he looks at the world is, is really neat. So, uh, so, so I follow a lot of Simon as well. Yeah. I mentioned in your introduction, you know, I've been involved in the tech industry 25 plus years. Uh, now, you know, uh, a lot of success in the industry. Are there any individuals that you would consider mentors along the way on your journey yeah i mean quite quite a few i mean uh uh when it comes to you know marketing and really interesting you know growing companies uh, uh tim cop who is the uh, cmo of, of exact target uh is one of the guys that i've that I followed a long time uh jay adelson uh is a, a good friend of mine he's the uh He's the last surviving founder of Equinix, uh, who builds out all the data centers. Uh, so, so I stay close with with him. Uh, and uh, when it comes to like content, I'm a big, big uh, uh, a fan of just developing great educational content. And uh, one of the one of the leaders in, in content development, content marketing, is uh, Jay Bear uh, yes. from called uh, Convince and Convert. So. I love listening to him uh, and uh, you know taking his ideas and trying to and trying to bring them to to the market. So uh, so Jay Jay's a, a good friend and, and and a great mentor as well. Oh, wonderful! I know a lot of people who listen to this show, um, watch this show, big fans. I had the opportunity to see Jay present in London just before the pandemic, I think it was. So maybe November twenty nine at uh, Upreneur Summit. So uh, again, for anybody watching this, we will include everybody that we've mentioned in the show notes as well. So if you're like, who was that person? I'm frantically scribbling things down. Don't worry, we'll include everything in uh, the show notes here. I've got a, a question for you, and it's more to do with uh, logistics and management than uh, anything else. So I just mentioned the pandemic. You know, we can't go through any podcast interview or anything at all without talking about the impact that this has had on teams. You've got a 
distributed team, you've got people in all parts of the world. How do you personally manage those relationships and make sure that everybody's on the same page, regardless of the time zone or the distance between people? Well, I mean, we're, we're trying to figure it out like everybody else is. I mean, we were lucky that we were already relatively virtual uh, as a company uh, pre-pandemic. Uh, and then since we're a cloud computing company, I think we're, 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 we're a natural fit for being able to manage things uh, uh, through, through uh, remote work. But uh, and, and for us, we obviously are trying to stay connected as much as possible. Uh, trying to do you know check-ins on people both from a mental health perspective as well as you know work perspective. Uh, we of course use Slack and we use things like Confluence to to you know post you know all of our updated content. We do an internal newsletter as well. Uh, so we we're trying to do as much as we can. I don't know if we've got it figured out. Uh, and uh, and I look forward to at least traveling again and being able to see uh, more of my peers at the shows and and be able to see us at the different offices. But it's um, it's it's not it's not easy, uh, yeah. and I wouldn't say that we have it all figured out. But it's uh, but it's been relatively, I say, relatively easy uh, for our business. Just the makeup of our company and and how we are designed to be able to manage it. I think the worst thing really has just been the the lack of being able to go to events uh, and to shows. Uh, Linode, uh, we used to do. Uh, probably close to 100 events a year uh, and to have all that sort of ground to a halt uh, was just was just so sad because we want to be out there we want to be you know working with our channel partners want to be working with our developers we want to be you know participating in a lot of these uh, linux uh, conferences and so on and for us to not be able to be there in person has been really sad uh, and we're really looking forward to things opening up and uh and, and going bigger uh, now with Akamai behind us and uh, and, and their and their dedicated support, uh, we'll be able to do things uh, in a much bigger way uh, for our for our partners on the MSP side as well as our our developer audience as well. Yeah, well, fingers crossed we'll be able to uh, get out there. You and I haven't had the opportunity to actually say hello in person either, so I hope yeah. that happens at some point in the uh, near future. Uh, something that's on the minds, and again, you know, this is very little to do with the technology. It's more to do with the culture of the business, but I'm so fascinated with how Linode have built up, you know, raving fans, as I talked about. You've built such uh, uh, you know, a good following uh, from people. And I think a lot of it's to do with the culture. So forgive me if we sort of lean into this a little bit. Um, in okay. terms of recruitment, bringing the right people into your business, how do you make sure that you've got the right people coming in? And, you know, as you grow as a business, which clearly you've, you know, business for you has exploded as a result of the pandemic and before that as well. How do you make sure you're getting the right people in and not just the only available people, if that makes sense? Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, again, it comes down to fit. I mean, we're not in any hurry. Uh, we're going to do the right thing. We're going to make sure that we get find the right fit for the for the people that want to join us. I mean, if you believe in uh, open source and you believe in in uh, things like you know being cloud agnostic, if you believe in and uh, you know being able to you know push back <laughs> on on sort of the you know the drivers of of complexity. Uh, and things like lock-in, then you're then you're probably a a, a, a good fit for us. Uh, the other you know core to our to our belief system is that uh, you know the customer always comes first, uh, and we will always uh, bend over backwards uh, to to provide the best possible uh, support and customer experience we can. Uh, and that's and and that'll that'll often uh, contradict uh, things like profitability and and other kinds of of uh, more money. 
uh, oriented uh, uh, goals. And so that's, but that's okay uh, because we want to do what's right for our customers and we want to do what's right for this community. Uh, and, and if we're going to be able to fulfill on our mission that you touched on earlier, I mean, our mission is to accelerate innovation uh, by making cloud computing simple, affordable, and accessible uh, to everybody, uh, not just the rich and famous out there. So uh, yeah. we want to be able to continue to, to drive that mission uh, into the future because we believe fundamentally that that's, that's often where the best innovation comes from, are from these, these small businesses, from these individual developers with a great idea, and they just need to have, have the access and support uh, to, to be able to bring it to market. Yeah, we are live and speaking to Blair Lyon, who is the VP Cloud Experience for Linode. If you've got any questions at all around cloud experience, around the alternative cloud, anything to do with cloud computing, let us know. We are monitoring all channels and we will get your question across. So final call for questions here as we come towards the uh, end of our time. Let's uh, take this back a little bit. We've talked about you know, um, what's happened over the past few months as a result of the pandemic. We've talked about the acquisition by Akamai and where things are going to go in the near future. Where do you think things are going to go for our industry as a whole over, say, the next 10 years? What are the things that are exciting to you that you think, hmm, this is just around the corner. I can't wait for it to happen. Well, I mean, there's so much... So much cool stuff. I mean, but a lot of it is going to come through some of the things we already touched on. So uh, things are going to become more portable. Uh, we're going to have more choice. Uh, we're going to have the ability to easily move workloads uh, in and out of different environments. Uh, that'll be really exciting. Uh, we're going to be able to do things more at the edge, uh, which is going to be awesome, uh, whether it gets into things like serverless or other kinds of edge compute. Uh, being able to do things that are you know super low, if not almost like almost no latency, uh, it's going to open up all kinds of interesting use cases. So I'm really excited about that capability. Uh, and uh, I think one of the things that we want to be able to do is to continue to, to simplify. I mean, managing cloud infrastructure uh, is complicated. Uh, and oh, yeah. we want to be able to continue to make it easier. The easier we make it, that means uh, they'll provide more access to more individuals with good ideas. Uh, and I think that's that's what we want uh, as a world. Uh, we want to make the world a better place, and we want to uh, empower people with great ideas to be able to do great things. And so that's that's really uh, what I see us uh, being able to do. And if we can do this in a uh, a you know purpose built uh, technology infrastructure pure play perspective, uh, which is really what Linode and Akamai are. Uh, then I think that's going to be exciting too, because right now uh, competing uh, against companies like, let's say, an Amazon or a Google. I mean, we we don't we don't sell groceries, right? Um, we don't sell uh, you know other other pharmaceutical products or try and launch rockets to the moon. We don't we're not in all these other businesses. All that we do is cloud computing, and we want to be able to do that end to end. We want to be able to do it in the most cost effective way while still applying you know simplicity wherever we can. And I think that is gonna be pretty cool uh, because we all need to have some place to be able to build, deploy, and secure our applications. And I don't always wanna do that with a provider that's gonna be competing with me on the side. So pure play, uh, infrastructure uh, partners is gonna be the way of the future. And I see you know, a lot of our peers in the alternative cloud as they're getting bigger, their capabilities are growing as providing, again, more of choice in that area. And that's only gonna be a good thing. 
Yeah, I you know I, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying there. I often speak to managed service providers directly and say, focus on your core competencies and resist the urge to drift too much in any different direction because that is where the focus gets. You know, you get distracted by things. So great to see that you're going to focus on uh, what you do at the very best at Linode. What's next for Linode? Then, obviously, I'm putting you on the spot here. We've just announced the the massive acquisition. So much stuff to oh, be uh, shook out yeah. there. But what's next? What's coming up next? Uh, well, the exciting stuff right now, it's right around the corner, of course, is database as a service. Uh, so we'll be offering managed databases uh, for our customers. Uh, the other thing, of course, is bare metal that we talked about, uh, bare mm -hmm. metal servers available uh, through our API and through our cloud manager. So those are coming. Uh, and then one of the bigger things that uh, Akamai will be able to give us uh, you know, almost, almost immediately is the ability to be uh, in more locations. Uh, and so a lot of our customers have asked for us to be in additional locations and not just one or two or three, like another dozen or, or, or more uh, locations, uh, we'll be able to do uh, in short order. So that's super exciting uh, for our customers because again, to do a lot of the big things that you wanna do, you're gonna need to have more scale and you wanna be able to get your data uh, and your applications uh, in country uh, potentially. And there's all sorts of things around Around data privacy and and uh, and getting things in you know in region, uh, and we want to be able to offer that capability to our customers who need that. So, more locations, uh, more services like like bare metal and, and database as a service uh, are right around the corner. So uh, we're excited about that, and and we'll see what's next. Yeah, we are right at the end of our time, coming up to the end of our time here now. So we've got lots of people saying uh, thanks for the introduction to Linode. My pleasure. That's exactly what we do on this show. So um, tublog.co.uk forward slash Linode. We've already put together some resources there, so you can go and check out the ebook, everything else. But Blair, lots of people are going to want to have a continued conversation with you, my friend. So uh, do you dare share any contact details here for people to uh, to reach out to you? Yeah, I mean, the, and the best way is probably on my LinkedIn. It's probably the, the easiest and safest. So uh, you can find me on, uh, on LinkedIn, uh, Blair Lyon at Linode, and uh, be happy to help anybody out or, or direct you to the appropriate resource on my side uh, to answer your questions. Marvelous. Well, Blair, thank you for your time. Thanks, everybody, for joining us live today. That's all the time we've got for TubTot Live this time around. I want to give a big shout out to our partners, the team at Fresh Productions, who make this episode, who make all of these episodes possible. If you're in the technology business looking to host a live stream or an in-person event, then Ben, Richard, and the team at Fresh Productions are the experts who will make your event great. So thanks again to our guest, Blair. Thank you for joining us, everybody at home. Uh, really appreciate it. And we will look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Tub Talk, the podcast for IT consultants. Have a good one. Hey folks, Richard here. Thanks for listening today. I know you've got a ton of options for who you listen to nowadays, so I really appreciate your support. Do you have any feedback on this episode? Ideas for future guests? Tweet me at Tublog using the hashtag TubTalk. I respond to every tweet and really appreciate your feedback.